Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to an all-new episode of Low Value Mail. It's glad to be back. We were off last week. Shout out to anybody who came out to any of the uh, shows in Charlotte and Greensboro, Raleigh, all those places. Uh, had a fun time. Met a bunch of you fine, upstanding scrotes and low-value males. But we are back. We are back, and we have a fantastic show today. We are getting down. We are going to answer the KQ, the Kanye question. I mean, I was I was trying to think of a good topic for tonight. And, of course, as always, the lines are open. Um, you know, if you want to talk about something, something else that was, uh, you know, uh, something you were thinking about, you know, or something from a previous episode, you're more than welcome to. But the Kanye stuff, I just, it was, it could not be ignored. We may be joined, uh, well, we're going to be joined for sure uh, by our pal, Siraj Hashmi. He's probably going to tell us what his new plan is to unload all these Yeezys that he has after Kanye was officially dropped today by Adidas. Uh, we may be joined by. I was speaking to him, but he, he's 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 a he's a big big shot these days. Primetime Alex Stein. I was just speaking to him. We may be joined by Primetime Alex Stein. He's uh, I believe he was just on Tucker Carlson in the last thirty minutes. That's what he was saying. At least that's what he told me. So um, we we shall see. We shall see. People are want to know um, what size what size Yeezys. We will let. We will let our, our pal Siraj. Uh, I I really wonder because you you have to imagine at this point in the game, Adidas is just gonna have to just destroy warehouses full of Yeezys. Like it's not like they have no Yeezys. They're probably it's we're going into the holiday season. It's as the cool kids would say, it's Yeezy season. But there wouldn't be any vowels in there. It would just be all consonants, a hundred percent consonants. Um. But yeah, so we're we're going to talk about the Kanye question. Uh, again, it's uh, October twenty fifth. I forgot the date. By the way, I haven't eaten in two days. I've been really getting on this fasting thing. I went pretty hard in Vegas. We were in we were at Skank Fest, which was super fun. Um, tons of people got COVID. I don't think I got COVID. Maybe I got it, and I, I don't think I got it. I feel feel pretty good. Uh, my girlfriend got it. She got COVID. A lot of people got COVID there, uh, but it was super fun time. If any of you were at Skankfest, um, you know what I'm talking about. But um, 
Zach says, how is the eating disorder going? It's not a disorder. It's not a disorder. It's very ordered, actually. It's a very orderly eating. Is I did whatever I wanted. I mean, I guess it could be like, look, if I'm on this show in three months from now and you're like, wow, Danny is looking like shit. Like you can see my rib cage and my sunken cheeks. Then we'll start talking about an eating disorder. But in the meantime, it's very ordered eating. I just honestly, these three day fasts, I, I will say that I'm a little because the real benefit of the fasting is they say you get real mental clarity. And I feel it sometimes, but it depends when. They say it really starts after uh, 48 hours, like the third day. And I'm I'm at about right now. What time is it? 9 o'clock? I'm at 48 hours right now. So we'll see. Um, I am more of a feeder. That's what people are saying. Um, but we, we shall see. So anyways, a couple things before we get to the show. Again, as always, after the show tonight. You, we have an after show. After the show, there's an after show. Uh, Patreon.com slash low value mail. You can sign up. There's still time. Uh, become a scrot. You get all sorts of stuff. Bonus content, discounts on merch. You get to vote on the topics. You can sponsor an episode, a low value sponsor, or you can uh, join the YouTube channel as well. Um, join the scrotes, and then you get access to that after show. We'll be talking all things Peter Shickley. I haven't even thought about him, to be honest. No, someone actually, I checked the low-value mail emails, and I had an email from someone. He made me a little, like, teaser video for my psychosis. That's the only way I can, I can describe it. Um, and again, once I hit 500 subscribers on Patreon and YouTube combined, I'm going to start doing a daytime low-value mail. So if that's, what, if that's something you're interested in, Help help a, a brother out, which I can say that because if Kanye is a Jew, then I can at least say it's funny too, because he doesn't say he's Jewish, because I'm Jewish, I guess. And then he goes, he goes, I'm Jew. The way he sounds, it sounds weird. You go, like, are you are you saying something weird? He goes, I'm Jew. Um, but anyways, yes. So there's that. Also, as always, hundred likes on like away, and I'll give away a channel membership, which will give you if you win it, you'll get access to the after show. So that's pretty fun. Um, female dating strategy in the bathhouse, my new show, the bathhouse and the female dating strategy, which some of you have been just absolutely slogging it out with me. Uh, it is a grind. We did a couple episodes yesterday. Those can now mostly all be found on Spotify. I have still a few episodes of Female Dating Strategy to upload, but they're on Spotify. Uh, you'll get them the new episodes a week later than you would if you're a Patreon subscriber, if you're just a listener, but otherwise, and not even Spotify, sorry, everywhere. They're available everywhere, The Bathhouse, and a new episode of The Bathhouse this Thursday at 10 p.m. live from the Stan Comedy Club in New York City. Um... And we there, there's again I don't I don't book comics for that show we just get whoever we want but there's uh, the club has some great comics booked so I'll see who I can wheel and deal if you will. Um, people keep saying Cody says is it the bathhouse or the bathhouse? So I thought bathhouse was two words, and then I looked it up and I guess it's one word, but it just looks better to my eye. The two lowercase h's beside each other. I just don't like it. I don't know. There's, I don't know if this is, I'm fucking weird for that, but the seeing the two lowercase H's beside each other, it just doesn't aesthetically look pleasing to me. So I'm sticking with two words. It's a bath house. Um, 
That's what it is. But anyways, uh, we'll hopefully get some cool guests on the bathhouse on Thursday night at 10 p.m., live from the Stan Comedy Club. And then let's get to it. So this show is, we have a sponsor this week, a low-value sponsor. If you look in the description, uh, you can check out their YouTube channel. They're a funk band from Buffalo, New York. I like funk. I was listening to it as I was preparing for the show. Call Functional Flow. Functional being with a K, of course. Because if it was with a C, you'd be like, that's insane. Um, bath House double. No, see, Naomi just put in the chat. She goes, Bath House, but two capital H's. Still looks weird. Looks weird. So what's the Kanye question? So the Kanye question, um, I, I, I don't know if people get the reference. I'm sure some of you bracket, bracket, bracket people do. But so... Of course, there was, uh, I was going to call this, I was talking to Suraj Hashmi earlier. And by the way, shout out to people who are watching this on Rumble as well, or wherever else you're watching it, or if you're listening. But I was talking to Suraj Hashmi, and I was like, I'm going to do this Kanye thing. And then uh, I was like, what should I call it? And I think I was like, what about Kanye and the JQ? The JQ being the Jewish question. So during the Holocaust and stuff, they, they were trying to figure out a way to get rid of the Jews. And then they had this thing called the Jewish question. It was the question of what do we do with the Jews? So then I thought it would be funny to call it the KQ, the Kanye question. What do we do with Kanye? We don't do anything with Kanye. He's, I mean, the guy's got billions of dollars, maybe less, depending on who you believe. He might have much less than billions of dollars. Um, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, it is interesting. So I'm sure everybody knows the Kanye story at this point, but if you don't, he made this White Lives Matter t-shirt, which if you've seen, so he made them with uh, the former head of American Apparel. I don't know if he still works with American Apparel, Dove Charney. So he made them with the dude, the dude who started American Apparel, but who has been since disgraced, as they do. And then... Um, he made these White Lives Matter shirts, which, again, it's interesting because people say, like, it is it is weird, and I will concede, where, like, Dove Charney goes, like, that's funny, White Lives Matter shirt, even though many people find that quite inflammatory. And then Kanye says this stuff about, I'm going Death Con 3 on the Jewish people, and Dove Charney goes, I'm out. You lost me on that because he's Jewish. So he goes, there, you lost me. So then they had all these White Lives Matter shirts, and they're like long-sleeve T-shirts. I guess they're not T-shirts, but they're like long-sleeve shirts. And they have Pope uh, John Paul uh, II, I don't know, the one from when I was, the main one from when I was a kid, on the front, and it says White Lives Matter on the back. And they were just handing them out on Skid Row. They were just, they went to Skid Row because they go, all right, we have all these shirts now. So if you go to Skid Row, I guess there's just a bunch of people just walking around with these Pope John Paul White Lives Matter shirts. Um, I, I guess. I, I don't I don't know. Like, the thing is, is I'm sure there's a lot of people. No, Again, it's one of those things where, like, like white people can't really wear that. It's just too risky. It's, it, you know, like, you got to have a lot of fortitude. Or you live somewhere where there's just really only other white people to wear that shirt. Like, I just wouldn't, like, you know, I, I wouldn't, it's not something I would wear. It looked like a decent shirt. I was like, that's kind of cool, but can't wear it. I guess black people could wear it because they're just like, what are you going to do? You know, what, are you, what are you worried about, right? I mean, you, I'm sure there would be black people who, who dress you down 
uh, for wearing that. But, I mean, it's crazy out here right now. I, I don't know if you saw. I mean, it's not now. It's been crazy. But um, our boy Alex, primetime Alex Stein, went to, he was supposed to do a comedy show <laughs> with Gavin McInnes last night at Penn State University, which I guess shout out for Penn State University for not buckling under the pressure of uh, not doing this show because all, there was all these protests, right? Because obviously people mostly just see Gavin as the as the head of the Proud Boys, which he did start. I'm unsure uh, what his affiliation is with the Proud Boys any longer, but he did start the Proud Boys. But again, he started as like a joke, but it became more than a joke. It did become something... Um, Something more than than a joke, but anyway. So Alex is like to go. I guess was asked to go do this comedy show, and then there was like I don't know a thousand people protesting <laughs> his comedy show. So and then he got spat on because he is. I will say this: it is takes a lot of balls to see a thousand people yelling that they wish you were dead, and then walk towards them. And that's what he did. If you watch the video, he literally was like walking towards them, and he goes and he was just cracking jokes, and then this girl who was absolutely enraged. She was saying stuff like, he's the reason why she's unsafe, which I'm like, you go to a pretty expensive school and you're, I don't think so. But um, she was just like a white chick. But again, I think every like 19-year-old woman feels like she's unsafe by the world or whatever. But then she spat on his shoulder, which is nasty. And then uh, I just got out of hand and the protesters won. They had to cancel the show. But again, I'm just like, if Alex called me before, they goes, what do you think the odds are that we're going to get this show off based on my previous experience doing my, um, my free speech comedy show in Toronto? I was like, not good, not good. Uh, definitely not good. But anyway, so back to the, the yay. I'm calling him Kanye. I'm dead naming Kanye West, by the way, which I apologize. Yay. For dead naming you, does that count? Can you dead name someone if they change their name? I mean, I am. He he legally changed his name. I am dead naming, or I did dead name. I'll try not to do it. Although I feel ridiculous calling him, yay. I'm like I'm an adult. I guess he's older than me, but, uh, but anyways. So he so Kanye, the stuff with the White Lives Matter shirt. Then he goes on this Drink Champs podcast, which I will say this, okay. He, so he goes on there. He says all the he 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 had seen the Candace Owens documentary. I don't know if you saw the Candace Owens documentary about George Floyd. I actually watched it today. Don't worry, I didn't pay for it. I torrented it, which I have not done in a long time. I have a lot of viruses on my computer now. Probably was not the the uh, the best thing to do, um, but I did watch it. I, I watched the her documentary. The what is it? The greatest lie ever sold or some shit, and. It's kind of interesting. Uh, there's there's certainly a lot of things about Black Lives Matter I didn't know. Seems like just like a lot of things. They were just kind of a grift. Uh, it was, yeah, a lot of the stuff with the George Floyd stuff. You know, they had the, some body cam footage that they didn't show. Uh, it felt short, to be honest, for a movie. you think a documentary like that would be like two hours. It was, I think, like an hour and 18 minutes. Um so, anyways, I, I watched it. It certainly, you know, raises some questions. But, again, I was never, like, some crazy Black Lives Matter person. I didn't even post the black square. Didn't post the black square. So, I watched it. I go, yeah, yeah there's, there's certainly some things. I don't, does, does Derek Chauvin deserve to be released tomorrow? 
I don't I don't know. I don't I'd probably say I'd probably say he's not totally blameless, but it does seem like, you know, there's a uh, multi factors and George Floyd definitely looks like he uh was trying to not get arrested for drugs and then ate some because he was with this dude who was his uh drug dealer. So I don't know. But again, I, I will say this from you know, playing trying trying to be somewhat fair about this. I have a friend who's a doctor and because you know they say three grains of fentanyl can kill you. You know, they said like you ever see they do like a fentanyl bus and they go, This is enough fentanyl to kill every person in America. They busted every single person. I think they actually had that recently. But if you're a fentanyl user, you build up a tolerance to it like you would with anything. And then at that point, you're like, yeah, you just, you take them like, you know, you're constantly building up a tolerance like you would with any drug. So that doesn't apply. Like the amount of fentanyl he had in his system would kill any person who doesn't use fentanyl, certainly. Certainly would. Um, by the way, YouTube, please don't, please don't uh, kick me off for the stuff. I've, my people, the Jews have been through enough. Have they not? I don't, I don't really care about that stuff. But so I watched this, the documentary. I don't want to go like fucking too hard onto it because we're going to get to Siraj and maybe maybe Alex Stein. And then, of course, we're going to open the phone lines. And here what you have to think. What do you think about the Kanye stuff? Because, again, so the main thing, right, is Kanye goes on the Drink Champs and he goes, the, the Jew-run media, right? He kept saying this. And then I listened to his, him on Lex Friedman, which by far the Lex Friedman one was the best of the of the Kanye interviews right like those dudes on noriega and i don't know the other guy the dj like they're just not super smart dudes who are like into this kind of stuff like they're in the like and he said it noriega took all the shit and he goes like look or nori sorry i dead named him but he's like you know i'm we're he's like we're not it's a drinking podcast not a thinking podcast i i think those were his is a quote from him actually but they're just like not equipped to handle this kind of conversation because they're just not into this shit. Right. And then again, it was like the funny thing because people were, you know, Kanye said some stuff and so, you know, some people are like, yeah, that George Floyd stuff. I agree with that. And then they said the Jew stuff and they go, I don't like that. But then there's some people who go, I, I don't like the George Floyd stuff or whatever, you know, other way around. Like they, they flipped it. Um, so it just depends. It's like, you know, he was saying stuff that was, you know, at least he was not, uh, he, he was going after a couple groups, minimum. Um, and, and again, and I saw a lot of black people being like, it's so fucked up where it takes Kanye West talking shit about the Jews to get him like, you know, kicked out of his Adidas deal and all this shit. But he's saying all this stuff about black people, about how slavery was a choice and, uh, all this stuff about George Floyd, and they didn't do anything. That's on. It's a double standard. And you're like, it's not really because it's the whole thing where you can kind of say whatever you want about your side, right? Like Judd Apatow could say the Jews are on Hollywood, which they do, kind of. Um, but he's not going to get. Yeah, they're not going to be like Judd Apatow. You don't get to work anymore because it's he's. You know, it's just that rule. You can say you can talk shit about your own side. That's the rules, right? But so he's kept going. So I guess he's been, the main thing with Kanye is he wants his family back. He's not getting it. <laughs> I would be, if Kanye gets his family back, like if Kim takes him back and he gets it, God damn it, that'll be the gambit of the of the century. I don't know. It's not happening though. But I guess there's a lot of people involved in 
keeping him away from his kids, lawyers or whatever. And I guess many of them are Jewish, right? So he's just like, the Jews are fucking me over, which is a pretty, you know, simplistic thing. Some Jews are fucking you over, certainly. Uh, But he was going in hard on, like, the Jewish media. And again, yes, there is a disproportional amount of Jews in the media. There's, if you... If you want to be dishonest and say there's not because you're worried that that looks bad, then it's, I mean, you're just lying. There are, but there's disproportional amount of people in many things. And, you know, I'm sure there are a disproportionate amount of Asians in medicine. The question is, what do you want to do about it? And generally, that's like, like again, if you want to be like, hey, we need to fucking have a census every year to find out to the tenth of percent the exact breakdown of what, every, what our demographics look like and then not allow people to be over overrepresented, well, then again, like the NFL is going to suck. Golf is going to suck. Hockey is going to suck. Like, it's, you know, it, it's just weird because it's obviously happens in lots of other things. But so, uh, basketball. I forgot good old, good old basketball, right? And and then people go, well, the owners are overrepresented. Well, with too many Jews owners. And you go, yeah, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? You want them to give away the team for free? I mean, I don't know if Robert Sarver is Jewish, the Phoenix one. But Donald Sterling talked some shit and they took his team. I don't think Steve Ballmer is a Jew, so there you go. That's a win for, I guess, the white Christians? I don't know. But, like, it's not like just you can just give away NBA teams. Like, people have to have a billion dollars or something or more to give them away. So it's, like, it's pretty limiting. It's pretty limiting of who could buy an NBA team. Um, Colonel Sanders says, didn't Ryan predict that Kanye would go full black Israelite? Ryan did, and within one week, he did. And it was a, we gave him props on the boys cast because it was very impressive how Ryan or on the boys cast Patreon actually yeah he Ryan nailed it and by the way Ryan was went to go do streeters in Raleigh and there were a bunch of black Israelites out there and those black Israelites they are on they are on one let me tell you they are on one they are out there they're talking about like Hitler was right like you know putting Jews in ovens and stuff and like not jokes they are not jokes. Um, but like, yeah, that was like one of the things Kanye's like, we need to like, we need to fucking these Jews are, are giving NBA players bad contracts. I'm like, that was the one where I go the one sport where I'm like, if you're a bench player in the NBA, like if you are not even a starter, these guys are making 40, 30 million dollars a year. We need to renegotiate. They're having bad contracts. As far as I know, the NBA is a pretty close to a fair split. Like, the, the owner, the team gets half, and the players get half of the money. So, um, for them to, for him to be like, they're getting fucked over, and then he goes like, the music industry is fucking over, Jews are in the music industry are fucking over, performers, and you're like, I mean, I'm sure there's some bad deals in any industry, but I'm like, I'm sure there's there's no black-owned uh, record labels. There, there must be. There must be some... And then, uh, and then he goes with the Holocaust stuff. He goes like, yeah, the, he goes, black people have their own Holocaust, which is, um, the abortions. And you're like, yeah, it's not really the same because nobody's forcing abortions on them. If anything, they're making it harder to get them now. Uh, so 
it's it's been a lot. And then yeah, so and again, the bank because I I was joked about this because I didn't realize Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan, because his name is Dimon, and I thought that was like Diamond. So I'm I'm a racist because I thought he was Jewish, and he's not. So the bank he got booted from, not run by a Jew, and then Adidas. You're like. It's a German company. You think you're going to make it? You're not even allowed to, like, it's illegal in Germany to, like, do even as a joke, like a Heil Hitler. Like, it's fucking illegal. Like, you think you're going to be saying anti-Semitic shit for a German company? Part of me is thinking he wanted this. I, I like, I don't know if Kanye's playing 5D chess here and he wanted out of all of these contracts because... Like, he got out of, like, the Gap one. All these contracts he's out of. Maybe he's like, you know what? Because I've heard him say he's like, I needed to Adidas because I didn't know how to manufacture shoes. Maybe he figured it out. Maybe he's like, I don't need them anymore, and I want it out of these deals. I'm going to make my own goddamn shoes. There's way more money in it. But I don't know. If if this was his kind of, like, uh, plan all along, and, you know, maybe he has a vision. I mean, he is a literal, he's a visionary. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, and then I was getting into it on Twitter today because people were mad about, cause I was kind of like, I'm not even defending the companies again. I just think like, I I'm also defending or I do defend that baker who wouldn't bake those, uh, trans couple, a cake or the gay cake or whatever. I'm just like, if a private business, they should be able to do what they want. And then people say, well, Twitter and and Instagram, but they're they're different because they're more monopolistic. But like a you know a non-monopolistic business should be able to do whatever they want. And again, the J.P. Morgan isn't the only bank. You can go to fucking Credit Suisse. I'm sure they would happily they launder billion dollars of drug money. I'm sure they'll happily take take his money. Um, and then also just see in the comments, people are on a lot of stuff. People are like, yeah, people don't like Jews. I mean, not that. It's not like they've it's not like there was a point where people were like, We love Jews. Uh, but people don't I mean, people don't like everybody. Everybody doesn't like everybody to a degree, but Kanye definitely brought him out in the YouTube comments of certain shit. And uh I will say on a bright side, if there could be one, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up because I've been rambling. We're gonna call Siraj. Um so there's a banner on the 405 freeway in in LA, and everybody's like, "Look at these!" They're they're saying there was like honk if you think Kanye was right, and I honked, I honked. Uh, but there's these banners like these, you know, being like the Jews run all the shit, blah blah blah. And then uh, and then people are like, "See this, see this? It's not just words, Kanye. People listen." You're like, I saw that. And I go, "Hey, I remember these people because they have a website called Goyim.tv. Um, they are not one of the low value sponsors." But you can go check it out, I guess. But uh, I was like, I've seen this. They, they they do this regularly in the L.A. area. And then I found a photo from 2020 of them draped on the same bridge with the same signs, minus the Kanye part, because he wasn't on board uh, at that point. And um, but the one now had like someone posted and go, this is disgusting and had like 10 times as many retweets. I go, look, see, Kanye's bringing awareness to anti-Semitism. Good for Kanye. He's such a hype beast. He's so influential that. I don't know if more people care. I have so many liberal friends. I got to say, this made me laugh so hard because I have so many like super liberal comedian friends and then some of them are Jewish, mostly in Canada. And they're, you know, they're on board with every cause, like with the whole, like, what's the current thing? They're on board with every current thing every time, you know, this person, that person, whatever, in Can- especially in Canada, you know, and, you know, they're just piling on and, you know, they're 
they're they're getting on board, and then this happened, and they're all like, "Hey, why aren't my friends coming to the support of the Jewish people right now?" And I laughed and I laughed for the how naive they were to think, "Oh, you supported everything." Oh, you thought, "No, no, no, no." They they still don't like Jews. If anything. All those things that you support, they think Jews are responsible for a bunch of them. They're not coming to your defense. Um, but anyways, okay. That's, I think, uh, I think I've had enough of it. Um, I think I've had enough. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, we're going to call Siraj. It's 930. We're going to open the phone line shortly. We'll see. Maybe we get primetime Alex Stein on the line. Ooh, that rhymed. I don't know if this, is, this fasting thing is making me rhyme better. I don't know. But let's call up Siraj, see what his situation is with his Yeezys. Go for Siraj. Siraj, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Danny. How's 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 my favorite Jew? Uh not not uh, not, not named my wife. Before. I was gonna say I go, your wife's Jewish. Uh I'm <laughs> I'm well. I'm well. I'm on uh uh I'm fasting right now. I've been getting into fat just starving myself, so I'm feeling good. It's like Yom Kippur every day for me, man. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm glad. Uh, it's not like you have enough holidays to celebrate. I mean, <laughs> didn't you just finish up all of the holy? Well, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing a three day one. I'm on day two. I'm 48 hours in, so I'm I'm lengthening them. I'm a, what, t- is it I'm a juice t- cleanse. No, no, it's just nothing. I'm drinking water. I met this guy at a comedy club like a month ago, and he was like, "Yeah, it's the best thing I ever did." And then I started. This is my third one in the last like month. Honestly, feel great. I just have to say, Danny, I've been listening to the whole stream, and you're wrong. You're wrong about Jews controlling Hollywood. It's clearly China. Well, it's it's angling towards China. Um, it's very much in China's control. It's funny too because people are like Jews. I, obviously, I have more of a Canadian centric upbringing just because I was brought up there. But like, definitely, Jews do not control media in Canada. It's all like no. waspy whites for the most part. Um, but I mean, again, they are disproportionately represented. But like I said, what do you do about that? Um. Obviously, you hire an equity officer and yes. tell the rest of the industry um, why they're so white, or, or in this case, why they're so Jewish. Sure, that's the weird. And then you, and bring, that's another... and then you bring China. Then you bring China into the to the table and that... say, "Hey, what do you want to do about it?" Sure, sure. And that's another one because I was getting into it with people on um, on Twitter today because I, I jokingly refer to myself, even though I am white, obviously, but I'm also Jewish. But then to piss off anti Semites, like literally, this guy had like the fourteen words in his bio and like like you know like the secure the white race, all that stuff. Like he's like a real, like this guy isn't like LARPing or whatever. Like this guy believes Uh this stuff. Right. But I say that I'm white. I go white guys like us. And he's like, you're not white. Right. Like it makes them very upset for me to consider myself a white person. But like when I was in Canada and I was in entertainment, they very quickly, like when the tide started turning with all this like diversity stuff and they were trying to, you know, do like a lot of makeup calls and stuff. They Uh put me in that box. I go, you're a white guy now. And that's who you are. Like it's essentially like I'm always it's I'm always being told what I am, right? Right? Like it's either like if it's convenient for us, you're a Jew, and if it's convenient for us, you're a white person. But it's like they've never rounded up white people indiscriminately, as far as I know. 
did you mention to the uh that guy on twitter that you uh had thought about uh, you know that you're that you really liked the design of those white lives matter shirts i didn't and the funniest thing is i posted when kanye did his drink champs i posted a shirt with uh, the Grabbler on it, uh, Kanye wearing a shirt with the Grabbler on it, saying Kanye's new merch, which went viral, kind of, but then went kind of viral in, like, the wrong... Like, it was a, clearly, a, like, a tongue-in-cheek thing, but then all these, like, similar type of person who was mad that I was calling myself white, those type of people, they were really loving it. So I can't win. Yeah. I can't win. You... Well, you're also a comedian, uh, Danny, and so you can't... You're just never going to make everyone laugh. Um, I'm not making anybody because, laugh because you're unfunny. <laughs> I know it's difficult. <laughs> no, Danny, you know, I thought about this uh, a little bit today because, you know, the, you know, we were talking about Kanye earlier. Um, I mean, you got some shoes to unload. You must be, do you have a, you have like a chart, like a live chart of your, uh, of the price no. of Kanye's cratering? Well, you know, I'm checking. You know, there's the there's the Kanye dip, right? Is is there on StockX right now? Because you probably actually do follow this. Because my girlfriend's brother, he has Yeezys, and he texted me because he's like, "So what's the deal? Like, can I wear?" Because he's Jewish, he's like, "Can I wear these or what?" And I go, "Dude, you got to put them in the wood chipper." Sorry, man. <laughs> and he's not happy about no, them because so- he's a bit of a hype beast. He loves those. Yeah, no, it's it, you know, honestly, it's kind of crazy that people are even asking whether it's okay <laughs> that they wear a pair of sneakers they bought because they like, like you're going to, you know, what, what are we, are we going to really roast that subject that we're only going to take issue with Yeezys and not the fact that the two founders of Adidas were actually part of the Nazi party. Correct. We have very I mean, we short memories. I don't know what, you know, you know what the news cycle is like these days. We're not even going to be talking about Kanye in like three days. Well, for one, Kanye wanted to get out of his his contracts with both Adidas and Gap. He said it so in September, and it's just unfortunate he had to go the anti-Semitic route in order to basically achieve that end. But, I mean, kind of genius move. He's like, because he's honestly like, what can I say or do to get me out of this deal? And he goes, there's the one, like, it's, it's brilliant, to be honest, because he will be able to walk back his statements. They were vague enough. And, like, not quite, like, he wasn't like, hey, we need to gas all the Jews. Like, they were kind of, like, vague enough where he will be able to kind of just say, like, and he did on Lex Friedman. I don't know if you listened to Lex right. Friedman. I haven't, did, I haven't had a chance to watch it. It's a great interview. Lex Friedman pushes back on, I think, like, on all the right kind of things. But he walks it back a bit. And uh, I, I thought it was a good interview. And you're like, are we really, like, what? He's not canceled forever. Right. No, he's not. I mean, there are people who are still going to listen to his music. People are still going to buy his his, uh, his apparel and his merch. And not to mention the fact that um, it's not like Kanye is completely far gone. I mean, he is capable of remorse as he's as he's shown. Yeah. Uh, not only uh, in the few clips I've seen on Lex Freeman, but at least the Piers Morgan. Um, it's it sounds like and again, I can't fully state what I what's happening in Kanye's head because I just don't know. Um, either it's a grand strategy as we had just, as he just, uh, illustrated, or, um, he, he doesn't really have control over what he thinks and what he says and what, what gets, uh, out there into the world. And I think that's, I will tell you, he has bipolar disorder, uh, at least gives him some wiggle room into saying he's in this thing, you know, this manic phase, 
um, and he's you know popping off uh, from uh, popping off at his mouth, and you know we don't know exactly why he's saying the things he's saying. But do you like at least can draw a connection between all these data points? It kind of draws a better picture, and I, I think honestly, it's not a not too far of a stretch to think that this was planned out. It's just unfortunate. I will tell you, as a life, as a lifelong Jew, a card carrying Jew, and someone who knows a lot of Jews, Jews will kind of low key respect that move. Like they're not gonna like it, but they'll be like, "Oh, that was pretty clever." If that's what got him out of like a ten year contract. Yeah. You know, and like I, I know I, some Jews I will be like, point. they'll I, be like, yeah, all right, point. I don't like this, but. I also hear your point about the whole part about, you know, why it took so long for Kanye to be dropped by all these things when, you know, he said slavery was a choice in 2018. And he said, you know, said had all these like uh, anti-black statements. And look, if I uh, if 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 the powers that be wanted me wanted me to be canceled simply for the fact that I make fun of like the Muslim stereotypes about us being terrorists all the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean that they, they have, they basically can use that against me if they wanted to. They, I like liberals are legit mad that Kanye wasn't canceled for saying anti-black stuff and that he was canceled for anti-Semitism. It shows you that the victimhood hierarchy is a real thing. Of course. And that people really want, to uh, ensure that they're the most victimized in society. And the fact that we've spent too much, you know, I, I like, I like talking to you about this sort of stuff because like it takes my mind off of like all the trials all the, and tribulations all the losses the you're world. incurring in your Yeezy portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I will say this. Um, I think whatever Kanye decides to do, he's got a very loyal fan base of people who are going to go with him. And this is going to hurt Adidas more than it hurts. Absolutely. Kanye. I can't see a scenario where like he's not in, you know, six months from now wants to play SoFi stadium again or something, assuming that the Jews allow him to, cause that was one of his beefs. But, uh, that he's not going to sell it out. Like, how many people is this really going to be a line in the sand? Because at the end of the day, like I said, as much as people want to openly, you know, say, like, we we love the Jews, a lot of people don't. And this is not just, like, a line for them. Like, this is not the line for most people is the Jews. It yeah. just isn't. I mean, if he'd gone after Muslims, then uh, I, I honestly... Um... I still support the guy. <laughs> yeah. But again, you can go after your own thing, which is why you are like, it would never stick if people tried to take you down for the Muslim stuff. Cause you're just like, I am. Yeah. No, I, it's also interesting that, um, you know, as a Muslim, we haven't been victimized in a while. And honestly, um, this whole thing in Dearborn kind of gave me a, a bit of a jolt here because then they started calling Muslims white supremacists at these, the school board meeting <laughs> trying to protest. Like when was all this? These- hypersexualized books in, in, oh, yeah, in yeah, classrooms. Yeah. yeah. And so now they're white supremacists. I mean, Kanye's a white supremacist. It's, it's just whatever. You yeah. Want. They're literally, that's the new narrative. It's, it's, uh, they actually, they, I've, I, I heard, I saw the new talking points is it's now, it's no longer people of color. It's voices of color. Oh yeah. They want to make them. Why? What's the thinking behind? Because them? you can be a person of color, but you might not be, 
you might not have a voice of color. Oh, you don't have the right opinions. Yeah, you don't have the right opinions. I.e., you have the white opinions. Right. Interesting. Um, Honestly, it kind of it 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 sucks being, um, you know, and look for you. You you mentioned how you were sort of typecast by uh, by these entertainment professionals or or whoever the case, sure. whoever these people are about whether you know if you're a, a, they want you to be a Jew, or you're a Jew when they want you to be a Jew, and you're white when they want you to be white. Correct, me, and it's never uh, in my favor either. To, either way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, for example, I'm white when people want me to be white and I'm Muslim when people want me to be Muslim. Sure. Uh, and it's, it's unfortunate. Um, and the most people, the people who are doing that the most are people that are the ones trying to cancel people like Kanye. Yeah. Um, but I will say this one thing and, and a final note, you know, Jews are, are more scapegoated than any group in history. You know this. Yes. Um, and I mean, it's become more and more pervasive with anti-Semitism. And the, the fact that people don't care is probably the, the, the scariest part of that. Because I, I'll say, though, it's like it's not a surprising thing to me. Like, I, I, maybe I'm cynical, but I don't expect people to care. It's like it's one of those yeah. things where, like, you're, people are like, oh, you want me to care about the Jews? Like, it, even me saying it sounds like... You're not going to get them to care. If anything, you, yeah. you got to hope they're just like not completely apathetic, but like you're not going to get them to right. particularly care. Like whenever I like again, and this is as a Jewish person, sometimes like, you know, on Fox News, they'll have like a commercial for like there's these like yeah. poor Jews in Ukraine to send right. money. And I'm like, who the fuck is sending money to them other than <laughs> the maybe other Jews? The U.S. Congress is sending money to them. I guess the U.S. Congress, but I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean for these, like, specific commercials where, you like, you see, like, I don't know, maybe I'm so indoctrinated as well where I'm like, who's sending money to them? Yeah, I mean, our dollars are already going over there. I don't know if you're an American taxpayer yet, but, you I, know, we'll um, get you soon. Sadly. We'll, we'll get you, we'll get you oh, soon, you guys, Danny. Oh, you guys are getting me. And not only am I an American if, taxpayer, if, I'm a New York City taxpayer, which is the most devastating of tax bases. Dude, why are you still in the... I know the comedy scene. Comedy! Right there, but man, comedy! I know it's comedy. I know it's comedy. All right, man. Well, uh, I appreciate I, you calling you know, Just for, for, that, for that reason alone, though, about anti-Semitism, people not caring, I think Kanye survives this. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's just not... Yeah. The, and again, it's like he, he's protected against the Floyd stuff, and uh, people just are not going to care about the Jew stuff. I'm Like, yeah. temporary. It's just like lip service. I mean, it's not lip service, but again, I think it's what he wanted. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for calling and good luck with your Yeezys. Thanks, Danny. Later, Appreciate buddy. it. Have a good one, Mike. You too. Siraj Hashmi, everybody. Uh, you know him. Follow him on Twitter. He has one of the best Twitters. He's he's a goat on Twitter. Um, all right. The phone lines are open. Call in. Let me know what you think. What do you think about the Kanye stuff? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, whatever you want. I uh, we we got. We got a lot of options, but but what do you think? All right, we got call number one. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, Yo, how are you? Good. How are you? Who am I speaking with? I'm doing good. All right, Danny, I got another document for you to take a look at. Oh, the document drops. 
Yeah, the last oh, one was really yeah. good. What was Another the last one? That, my friend. The, what, was the la- what was the last one that you uh, dropped? That was on the conspiracy. The episode. last one was the uh, uh, the National Security Study Memorandum 200. Right, right. Yeah, that was uh, pretty wild. That's, yeah, that's so this a- one here, this one here, called the J-A-S-S-E, JAS, a memorandum. J-A- it is a... Uh, if you search up JAS Memorandum Archive, there should be an archive.org link, and that provides you with the complete document. J-A-S-S-E? J-A-S is in Frederick. Oh, F. F. Two, two Fs, yes, sir. Gotcha. I was hearing F. Jeff Memorandum Archive. All right. Let's hear it. Yeah, archive. And then on archive.org, there's a link there. Yep. And there's two viewable files it's the second viewable file what's it called it's called original jaff memo horvath compilation dot pdf and it's on archive.org i'm on archive.org i don't see it but fill us in while i'm looking for it you can just tell us what, what the well essentially on page nine which is my favorite page of the document it outlines a bunch of measures that the government should take to reduce population, and this is uh, written by the guy who was the uh, head of Planned Parenthood at the time. Yeah, so Jeff. And one influenced... of the measures that they state, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying the Jaff document is an infamous document produced by Planned Parenthood in 1969. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. And so it talks about a bunch of measures that they can take here. And I'm not lying to you. One of the measures that they can take is uh, increasing the sense of chronic depression. In society, that's one of the measures it tells the government to take. Really, and to increase and to encourage homosexuality. That's and this person what it says was in this the, document. and this was the head of Planned Parenthood who wrote this. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's, now, it's how much? Crazy. In, now, like, I will say this: How much influence did this person have? Like, were they just writing a letter? I and mean, obviously, like, was Planned Parenthood a big thing in 1969? I mean, I like don't to the know, point honestly. where it had this kind of like honestly, crazy influence. You know what I mean? Like, were they like, "Hey, do this," and then they were like, "Was someone at the government reading this and being like, oh, this guy's got some good, uh, good points. We should do this stuff.'" Or was it like, "Hey, I sent a letter to the government. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, I see this right. I found it. You, you know what I mean? Like, it was. Um, yeah, yeah. No, who's for sure. Bernard Barrelson? Yeah, so that's some historian guy. I don't really know that much about him. Okay, so Bernard Barrelson is who this is, probably... is who this is uh, written to. So he was a behavioral Indeed. scientist, um, but he was he was a, just he was a scientist. He was like a teacher. Certainly. Yeah. But but so this guy was the, not in the so government. So what I've understood. Yes. From what I've understood, though, is that this like document, you know how the last one I showed you, it's from 75, right? Yeah. So this is just, I'm just using this as like further evidence that they're at least, like, I'm not saying currently, this is still an ideology that's being pushed, sure. but at least at the time, you can see that the, this ideology, it had great prevalence because we now have two people that are like, you can either regard it, well, I guess three people technically, you can either regard them as intellectuals, or you can gar- regard them as political figures, or you can regard them as both, honestly, because they do play a bit of both. Okay. And so, for example, Kissinger and Jaff, those are two individuals now that are basically regurgitating very similar ideas, right? And Jaff takes it a step further, you know, mentioning the chronic depression 
aspect of it and the increasing homosexuality aspect of it. And also these prescriptions are more of a domestic policy piece of advice, whereas Kissinger's prescriptions were more for foreign policy and to protect the foreign interests of the United States. Why did they want to reduce the population of the United States? Well, I'm assuming it's probably something similar to why they would want to reduce the population of those lesser developed countries as well. It's, it's just it's easier to maintain a control over a smaller population, right? Like there was something I was watching. I don't remember what it was, but they're basically talking about like back in the day, it was really easy for you to just control one million people rather than kill them because killing them like actually required you to, to kill go them. in person and right. actually... Yeah, and actually, like, execute a deed, whereas, like, you could just spread an idea and it would control a million people far easier. But now it's actually far more expedient to just eliminate people en masse as to actually try and, like, coerce them into a new thought process. You know what I mean? Interesting. So this is kind of a a check in the Kanye box where he's saying that because he was saying that this is the current Holocaust that's going on is is the Planned Parenthood. But again, they're not forcing anybody, although this guy did say he wanted to force people. It does actually say compulsory abortion and compulsory. Yeah, no, there's a lot of crazy stuff. And it talks about, like, discouraging, like, family units and stuff like that and, like, taxing married couples more heavily than unmarried couples. Like, it just talks about, like, all these measures to take to reduce population. And like I said, I'm not even trying to come out here and make a claim that can't be substantiated saying, like, oh, this still has influence to this very day. But it is very interesting that this piece of, of information alongside that National Security Study Memorandum 200 document, like these two documents hand in hand with one another, it does paint a very interesting picture of like the uh, intelligentsia and the intellectual class at the time, like how they perceive humanity. Because personally, I don't see humans as something to be like, you know, just like removed because it's like inconvenient or something like that. Like I think we are truly all a gift. And, like, we all could really bring something good. Like, your kid, like, to me, this is how I think these people see the world, like, these top intellectuals. I think they think that your child is more likely to be Hitler than they are to be Gandhi. That's what I think. I think that they think, oh, yeah, your child's probably not going to come in and make good in the world. They're probably just going to do a lot of bad things. And I think that's just because they have, like, a very negative perception of humanity, which in some regards is totally warranted. But Weird. I mean, I feel like they would be more of the, like, we need worker drones, you know? Like, they're like, we, we want people to have kids because we need more drones to just do shit that they don't want to do. Yeah, well, it would increase the tax base and the labor force, that's for sure. Yeah. But we now also see that there's, like, other, other means of, you know, in- increasing productivity that don't necessarily, you know, involve human labor. Like, we know that there's, like, factories that are, like, predominantly run by machines and stuff like assembly lines. Like you're not an individual working on an assembly line for the most part anymore. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it does that, say like, here compulsory abortion of out of wedlock pregnancies. But again, I guess I'm like, so this, this guy was, he, but he was just sending this to uh, a tax or not a tax, a, a university or whatever. Like he, but he was the head of, of uh, family planning. That is pretty messed up. The Center for Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely strange. Yeah, it's definitely strange. And, like, obviously there's, like, there's, like, that whole, like, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but there's, like, this whole scandal or controversy with, like, 
Margaret Sanger. Yeah. And that whole thing of her saying, like, we don't want it to come out that we are, like, trying to, like, sterilize, like, the black population. Well, that's what Kanye said. Kanye said that specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've read that letter. And the way that I've taken it, like, there's two ways that you can take it. And, like, reading this document, I'm, like, I feel like there is one way that's probably more likely than the other. But when I read that letter, like, with Margaret Sanger stating that, there's two ways you can take it. She's, you can either take it as she's saying, like, this is what we are doing and we don't want it to come off this way, or we are doing something and it may come off this way and we don't want it to come off that way. You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, I don't think she's necessarily, like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, she could actually want to be actively harming specifically minority uh, communities. That's possible. I have no idea. But, like, when I, when I try and just analyze that specific piece of evidence objectively, it, it, it is not a very straightforward. Yeah, it's not letter, like it's not but, like a smoking gun, if you were. Yeah, exactly. But with this complimenting it, and I'm pretty sure this is like the guy that either succeeded her or preceded her. I think he succeeded her. I don't. Well, think she started it, right? Her. And yeah, yeah, she started it. And I think he was like the next guy after her. I don't think he was like with her at the time. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know too much. But I just thought it was interesting. It was this like, is quite interesting. Weird, man. Yeah, this is really weird. They, How they much time do you just spend on archive.org? depression. Yeah, no. Okay, archive.org, I'm not lying to you, Danny. It, it's an underutilized tool. Like, well, I know. It's it's, it says there's only... On archive.org. This thing only has 3,000 views, and I imagine they're mostly just you. Did you? Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Did you ever see that document uh, with the UN saying like hunger is good? No, but I'm currently on 48 yeah, hour so, fast, so I agree. <laughs> I've been compromised. Yeah, so basically, basically, like the UN put up some like a uh, like think piece earlier this year. Uh, basically, like, talking about, like, how hunger is really good, actually, and it makes, like, hungry people are the best workers, and, like, if we didn't have hunger, like, the world wouldn't be able to function, and, like, all the nice things that we have in, like, the West, uh, like, you wouldn't be able to afford them because, yeah, I mean, like, basically you need a to do the job. I mean, what they're nah, saying nah. is is it's not entirely wrong. It's just extraordinarily Machiavellian, and I don't really like that yeah. uh, because... You're you're not wrong saying that hungry people are going to work harder, but it's like, is that really the path you want to take? And no. then the UN removed it from their website. Uh, but archive.org, this is why I'm saying archive.org is a great resource because you can put in the URL. You'll see, like, <laughs> they put it up and they took it down. It's like, it's a crazy little fucking letter. But if you ever have time, cool. I'll definitely search it. Yeah, I'll check it too. out. All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in. No worries. Have a good one, man. You see you later. Too, Wild shit over on archive.org. Yeah, uh, there is some wild stuff. I guess that's this shit just comes out after the fact, too. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Danny, how are you? Good. How are you? Who am I speaking with? Hey, how's it going? So uh, I was just listening to the last caller. Sure. Uh, what, what do you feel like talking about? Because it sounds like... Well, we could talk about... We could talk about, got into, we, we could got talk about conspiracy theories. I, I'm fine to talk about conspiracy theories. I love conspiracy theories. I mean, oh, the whole you know, thing with the Kanye stuff really is a generally a conspiratorial angle. It's why I put a tinfoil hat on him on his photo in the uh, in the you know title I, card. I can't I can't really tell with Kanye because I think he is a master of getting attention. He's an absolute master of getting attention. Everybody always says too because in the past he always had like an album coming out, right? But he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't have an album coming out. He but again, like if this is. 
Like, I think they were, he was making, I don't know, something crazy, like $275 million a year from Adidas. But I'm sure he might have been like, look, if I can get out of this deal and do the manufacturing myself, I might make a billion dollars a year. And at the end of the day, he's just too influential. People are not just turning their backs on him, like, that fast. Right. Like, like, he'll get back on Twitter. Like, Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter, apparently, on Friday the deal closes. So he's going to be back on Twitter. I'm sure they'll get him back on Instagram or whatever, he'll just, like, he'll apologize, and then he'll just be back. Yeah, and I was looking up his net worth because I saw the topic. He's worth $2 billion. Kim is worth $1.8. Yeah, so the one thing I'll say with that, because Forbes, and this is one of the things where he goes, like, the, the media is out to get me or whatever, and then you're like, so Forbes today, I maybe it's a clickbait thing, maybe it's just purely for traffic, but they put out a thing where saying he's no longer a billionaire because of this Adidas thing, which is nonsense because you don't know what his assets are like what you know you have every deed to every home he owns and every piece of like investment and like it's just crazy for them to say like oh he's not a billionaire anymore he was saying he's worth on like lex friedman and uh piers morgan he was saying he's worth 11 billion dollars but that could be you know some you know kind of creative math like if maybe if he was to sell everything and all the future like income streams, maybe I don't know, but uh, yeah, he's definitely a billionaire. Everybody's like, "Oh, he like he got fucked over." You're like the guys. I'm I'm not going to be sad for a billionaire in any capacity, right? So him getting attention, he's really good at it. But you watch him talk, and you're like, "This doesn't seem very thought out." So that's why I'm always torn. Like, does he know what he's doing? I mean, or is he just that good? It's to be determined. I think. I think we won't know if he really knows what he's doing until a couple of years from now. I definitely don't think he's getting his his uh, his kids or his family back. Like, if this is all for that, I don't think that's happening. Well, I do kind of subscribe to the conspiracy that this is some sort of Kanye Soze, yeah, happening happening right now because. He, he's got, like, for him to be so successful for so long, he's got to surround himself with somebody doing well. And if it's just for his kids, I mean, they're going to take this to court. Like, they don't, he doesn't have to be the best person to speak, but he can hire a legal team that'll tie that up for... Of course he is, but again, like, you can't... No legal team is going to get her to take him back or whatever. So I'm like, I just don't think that's happening. Like, he says, like, right. he, you know, he's, he's getting treated poorly, and, like, you know, I'm sure... Kim's mother is calling all the shots or whatever. But I'm like, that's a lot of relationships. Like I know non-billionaire regular people whose people are like, yeah, my mother-in-law is a fucking nightmare. Like it happens. It's like, it happens to everybody. It's not like a specifically a problem that he is dealing with. It's like, he's just like a high profile, I guess, but I don't know. The question is, is are you going to be able to buy Kanye West shoes or clothes in two years from now? And my guess would be yes. Oh, I'm a med student. I can't afford any of that right now. I mean, I just don't dress like that either. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the Yeezys personally. Sorry, Siraj. Um, so about the Jewish stuff, real quick before yes. we move on to the next caller. I was looking, uh, average household income in the US. Jews are doing pretty well. Oh, no question. Uh, do you think, I mean, what what's the problem? Just because Jews are doing well, is that a problem for anyone else? Because I think when it comes to wealth, it's not a zero sum game because there's a lot of wealth created in industries that they lead. Of course. I don't think that's a bad thing, but no putting in like declaring it or saying it is. A well, bad thing. I think he's his influ- issue is not with the wealth. His issue is with their specifically media influence. 
saying that like they're essentially they're giving him bad name in the media and it's like some conspiracy and some like you know they're all meeting every week to say like how are we going to fuck Kanye West over and yes they do have uh like you know they are overly represented in the media but is it a conspiracy is you know like is there some sort of conspiracy against him i would say no are they overrepresented yes but again what are you like what are people meant to do about that like what there's never a solution i mean there's there was an attempted solution like you know 80 years ago but uh there was, you know, there's no like there's no solution to this thing. And like even discussing a solution is you go like, oh, this is not not a good idea here. Uh, do you have any uh, do you have any recommendations for uh, bridging the gaps between those two communities, Jews and blacks? Do I have any? Rec- I don't know. Fuck No, I mean, this is this is like such a complex problem. Like, I didn't even really know that they were specifically at odds. I mean, I would say for Kanye West, like. You don't like like he's saying all his people around him are Jews. So like, don't hire them. They work for you. Like he hired them to begin with. Like, I don't know. There's lots of very capable non-Jewish lawyers and, you know, like, uh, I don't know, managers and stuff. They're not all Jewish. Like, I'm sure there's some very good non-Jews. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But, but again, I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know with him. He, he might just be playing us all right now. Because, again, like I'm not like as someone who is Jewish, I'm not like in, you know, some Orthodox Jew walking around Williamsburg. I'm not going to stop listening to Kanye West. I don't wear his shit, but I still like him. I'm like, I have probably consumed more Kanye West content, non music in the last two weeks than I have in my life. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Can I, can I ask you a question about the Jewish community? Sure. Is there a big divide between like practicing Jewish and hereditary Jewish? Like, uh, no, but there like, would you is guys see between each other the real, groups or? the Orthodox are like, like the real Orthodox ones where like, you know, the ones with the f- crazy hats that you see walking around Williamsburg, like, and they're the, like, the, they're, they're the ones who are like, birds. they're like, yeah, but they're like the anti-vaxxers. Like they don't, um, not like COVID anti-vaxxers, but they're like, you know, like they have like outbreaks of like polio and shit. They, they're the ones who generally most like uh, secular Jews are just like nobody really cares for them, to be honest. Um, they're just wacky. But again, like I don't really care for any super religious zealots in anybody's religion. Like, you know, I don't like ISIS. But again, I have friends who are Muslim, but like super hardcore ones, I you know, they generally feel the same about. It. I don't know. It's just like they're they're just like the super edge case nut jobs. Do you th- do you think the media kind of blows up this issue and like in real life it's not that like divided? Um, or is I, th- is it I kind don't of know. Just a like fair representation. I, I it's hard to say. Like looking at like like Schultz, um, he had his, his show Flagrant Two or whatever this week, and he went in on Kanye. And like if you look at the comments, you're just like, like Schultz was getting lit up. From both sides, to be honest, like they, 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 people were not happy, but a lot of people were like, again, it's like to, the problem with there was he was like, yeah, you know, the Jews like don't really control the media. And like, again, they don't like control it. They're just overly represented. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a solution. I mean, I, I don't really know, but it's like, you know, Rupert Murdoch, I don't, I don't believe is Jewish. I could be wrong. I don't think he is. So it's like, that's a pretty big chunk right there that he holds. 
Yeah. Uh, do you think it gets too hard to like defend the status quo and like try to point out like a fringe idea, like the Jews control everything, or like we're doing just fine? What do you mean? Like, um, if somebody said, um, you know what, the government's doing pretty good right now. I think a lot of people would dogpile on and say, like, oh no, they'd have like any position you take. Do we just automatically meet it with criticism, or is it certain ideas? I are mean, off just people are generally not. Uh, here's the thing: there's not that many Jews, and I think it would be safe to say that there's a lot of people who have never met one. So, and it's one of those things where it's like if you don't know, then you probably have these like misconceptions, and I don't know, but they're easy to like dislike i don't know i, I don't really know like i i uh, like i understand why some people don't like jews i'm sure some people have been fucked over by jews but some people have been fucked over by everybody it's like it's not like jews have cornered the market on fucking people over they've cornered the market on diamonds yeah i do know that um so i don't know it's okay a, well thank you Danny. complex story but yeah no problem thanks for calling it. yep but Chad, I got you. Yo. Chad. What's going on, Danny? How's it going, buddy? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? I'm good, man. Shoot. I've been enjoying all of this Kanye, uh, Kanye controversy. What, yeah, what do you think about it? Because you, uh... You, I actually saw on your Instagram because I follow you on Instagram now, and then you, you have, uh, you, what you have an album coming out? I have uh, a single. I have, I have something in the works right now. Right. Yeah, I'm about, I'm definitely going to be dropping some new music at the beginning of the next year, though. All right, I, well, that's you, it. you'll get my ringing. You'll get this Jews endorsement. Hey, well, shoot, that's uh, I'm good in the music industry, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, do you know any Jews, Chad? Do you know any Jews? You know, that's funny. I was just thinking that when you said that for real, and you made me think. I did have a Jewish friend in high school. Okay, and I had a because uh, I will say know, he helped. Oh yeah, go uh, ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh uh, no, I was just going to say a little story about him real quick. You know, yeah, yeah I was selling, I was I was selling candy in eleventh grade for my uh, for my chemistry teacher or whatever. Like one of those candy drive things or whatever. Yeah. But you know, I got real high all all <laughs> semester and I ate all the candy. <laughs> and so we he told us though, he was like, Yeah, if you don't have the money or you know, if you don't even have the candy or what it was worth, like you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a passing grade in my claim. And so it <laughs> came from the from that last day. I remember like it was the last day where I could give him the money. And then Zach, so, you know, my friend Zach, his name was Zach. He saw me. He was like, "Damn man, why you look so down? I was like, I ain't got no money to pay him. I ain't going to pass this claim. And that man opened up his wallet and gave me all the money I needed to pay that thing right there. Oh, Shout awesome. out to Zach, matter of fact. Man. Yeah, see? Yeah, there you go. But, uh, so... that's, yeah, that's, I guess that's an outlier story, though. Yeah, but yeah. I do got some thoughts about time. <laughs> that's an outlier story. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so but, there you uh, go. Because I, my high school, like I had a high school of like fifteen hundred kids in uh, Burlington, Ontario, and there was literally, I think, like out of fifteen or whatever hundred kids, I think there was like four, probably like there was four Jews and four black people in the whole school. It was like, <laughs> yeah, there was like not many. So, that's like, I crazy. Remember, I bet... Sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, I've been in situations, uh, I've been in both situations where I was like the only black kid in the school, and then I've been in the school that was all black, and it was only like a couple of white kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, it's like one of those things where when I was like, you'd have to explain so much because they just, you're like, you like, I remember Ryan, when I met Ryan Long, who's like, Ryan Long's like dad is friends with all these, like, he has a lot of Jewish friends. And Ryan even said to me, he goes, I didn't really know that Jewish was a thing. Like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't really know it was like a thing. I didn't, I didn't know what it was or, like, okay. Right. I yeah. mean, I, I guess I didn't really understand what it what it was i mean i understood that there were jews i don't know because i grew up my parents were real religious so i grew up reading like old testament stories and all of that so yeah so there's lots up, of jews there right like all the all the best stories yeah but let me just say real quick about kanye i was thinking about this and i ain't heard nobody say it for real. so i was thinking like because kanye was saying you know he was going to go defcon on all the jews right yeah but then just before that he was saying that black people was the Jews. Well, so, that's which is an interesting. I mean, it's wise defense, I suppose. He's well, he's saying black Israelite, right? He, he's he, it's a black Israelite thing, right? I mean, that, that's that's the type of thing it sounds like he's talking about. Like it sounds like he's a black Israelite now, even though he keeps talking about he's a Christian. Well, he is because he <laughs> says he doesn't even say he doesn't like. I think he's uh, Lex Friedman. He's like because he keeps saying I'm Jew. Like he doesn't say I'm Jewish. He specifically says. I'm Jew, like right, which I've never then, heard that phrased that way in my life as a Jewish person. But I guess I'm not a Jew, and the Black Israelites like would not consider me one uh, at all. They would consider me an absolute imposter. So, but right. he says I'm Jew, so he's like I can't be an anti-Semite. But then you're like, dude, you know what the difference is? Like, even if you're saying you're the original. Right, uh, but and then Kanye would probably say, "Well, or do I? You know, I'm supposed to be all crazy and stuff." Yeah, so, I mean, the question is: Is this just a play? Is this just like a brilliant play? Right, I'm a Kanye fan for many years, man, Me and too. I, I feel like he, he's definitely a genius. So I would not be surprised if he's pulling the fast one. Yeah, I, uh, me too. I mean, again, it's like. He picked he picked the right circumstances too. I don't know if this works out for him. I'll be like very impressed, and I think Dang it will. Nothing. I think it will. I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah, right. He's too smart. He got Yeezys. Nobody's about to stop buying them shoes. Exactly. And well, they still but you can't like, buy them now. You can't buy them. Well, no. Like Foot Locker pulled them. Uh, apparently, I, I guess I didn't realize Gap sold them. Gap pulled them. Like you can't buy them on Foot Locker's website anymore. Can't buy them on Gap's website. Uh, Adidas is like ended, terminated their partnership with them. So Adidas is no longer going to be manufacturing them. But more importantly, like Adidas probably has like a warehouse full of them that they're now just going to have to destroy. And that's the craziest part because he, they could put them on the streets and make it. But who knows how much? Well, I mean, they're Adidas. They're like, for them, they're just like, yeah, we just write it off and destroy them. But like, they're going to probably just like incinerate them, I imagine. Yeah. Or they're going to do the. Actually, I was going to say they're going to do the thing that they do with like, you know, when the someone wins the Super Bowl, but they print off shirts for the other team saying (laughs) they won the Super Bowl and then they send them to like just third world countries. But they won't even do that with Yeezys because they're just like, they, they, they won't do that. They'll rather destroy them, I think. Which is yeah, they. If they were a little cheaper, I bet you they would probably do something like that. But nah, yeah, they're not gonna do that. Not gonna do that. 
Um, all right, Chad. Thank cool. You. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Uh, no problem. Appreciate it, Doug. All right, later. Uh, peace. Good. That was Chad, everybody. By the way, we are three likes away. Three more likes, and I will give away a channel membership. If you're not liking this, if you don't want a channel membership, then you're stupid. And shout out to Lindsay. Welcome to the Scroats, Lindy. I appreciate you. You're the best, Lindsay. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, hey, Danny. How's it going? Good. How are you? That just blew up um, my eardrums. I, my fault, though. Uh, um, so uh, I I called in a couple uh, couple weeks ago. I was talking about the um, the mental hospital conspiracy. Theory. Yes, I remember. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm about with the I'm pill that, that they put... gave you some sort of the sterilizing pill or the pill. <laughs> No, 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 no. I was just saying some of them don't seem so crazy after recent years. Oh, but, sure. um, but uh, yeah, so I'm glad I got through to you. You know, I think I mentioned last time I I'm also Jewish. I'm not like a, you know, observant Jew or anything You're like, like me. that. We're just like, it's like, it's just, a, it's a, a something. Yeah. Well, so, uh, so what do you think on the whole thing? Yeah, so um, I just had a, I had a couple, of, like a lot of angles. I've actually been thinking about this a lot. Ah, oh, um, the Jews and their angles, classic. Well, yeah, I mean, I call it, um, yeah. So, so, a, a, anyways, I'm not a really good speaker, or whatever. But it's whatever. okay. It's, um, it's all good. Okay, so um, my thought on like why I see a lot of people saying, "Oh, what's the big deal?" and then people. You know, especially like people on the right or people that aren't like on the far left or whatever. They're like, oh, well, what's the problem? What's the problem? And I see like these weird kind of defenses. And the truth is, like, I kind of agree with Kanye, like on a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, uh, when it comes to I don't know, he did that Tucker Carlson interview or whatever. And he said, like, what some people would call like based or whatever, yeah. I guess. Like, yeah, he said some pretty reasonable things. Um, and I would agree, like, you know, like. There, like every time in the media, like you hear a name like with someone by the last name of Epstein, and you sure. hear about Weinstein, and you hear about like you know like like I'm able to like criticize those people, and I kind of pick battles. And there's kind of this the the problem I'm seeing is that there's a very the way Kanye phrased things made it come off, and I really kind of think he believes this that it's like a blanket statement of like all Jewish people as if there's like, I mean, he did, that is what he did. And that's the entire he, issue because if he just he, said, Hey, like, cause he, uh, if you listen to the Lex Friedman thing, he was like, yes, these people are fucking me over. These, he's these Jewish businessmen. And then Lex is like, why are you saying Jewish? He goes, well, they are. He goes, I know, but like, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that in other things essentially to, as, and if you were someone else saying that about a different group, you know, right. They, like it's just the, the connotation of adding that qualifier of their race just essentially is you're asking people to generalize in that sense. Right. And so to that point, I mean, it gives like, you know, the next time I talk to my grandma on the phone, she's going to be like, I told you I was right. You should have voted for Biden. These people were hated Jews all along and stuff like, you know, I mean, I would say there's more Jew hate on the left actually because of the, yeah. Yeah. And that's like kind of what, well, yeah. So like one of the things, so I'll get to the, so one of the reasons like I didn't buy into like the BLM type of stuff or whatever is because they espouse this idea of like, you know, Asian Jewish supremacy and like collection of wealth, like, and and it's kind of like a woke idea. If you think about it, like, if like, oh, like, 
you know, I'm being oppressed, sort of oppressed, oppressor sort of deal. Yeah. But it's kind of like a weird thing because we get used in like, you know, it's like when when there's a um, like a woke pamphlet that goes out of the college that says like, oh, like, you know, white supremacy is only superseded by Jewish supremacy. Sure. Like people on the right will call that out and be like, oh, see, they're the real racist. But then when Kanye says the same thing, you know, they like, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, these are just facts. You know, these are this disproportionate amount of wealth. And I guess um, one of the things I would point out is like with Black Lives Matter, everyone said, you know, we agree that Black Lives Matter, but we're just kind of against this, you know, weirdo organization and movement. And when it comes to China, they say, oh, well, we're, we're against the CCP, but, you know, we're not against the Chinese people. And with, like, Mexicans, it's like, we're only talking about illegal immigrants. We're not talking about, you know, legal uh, citizens or whatever. And then you get to the Jews, and it's death con three on Jewish people. Yeah. I, and again, yeah. And they're, like, yeah, uh, for sure. So, like, so, it's, I, it's so, so I think... So I think it would be less of a controversy and it would like clear. I, I guess I just don't like being gaslit by like certain like blue check marks on the right, like to being like, oh, like, what's the problem? He did nothing wrong. And then they kind of have this like and it's like, whatever, you like have your opinion. I probably agree with Kanye on most of these people who are, you know, doing damage to him or whatever. I mean, like. I don't yeah. want to give up. I don't want to give out too much information or whatever. But, you know, like I worked at a Jewish company once and I like rubbed elbows with a lot of like different faces of Judaism. And there's different types of people yeah, like um, and like Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like um, well, I was guessing, you, you know, there, there's there there's a there's a lot to be said about that. Um, but the thing is, is like, I feel like now going forward, the, the, like the mainstream media has the apparatus to now conflate, like people criticizing these like sicko globalists with like anti-Semitism. Cause I feel like the argument before was like, oh, well, you know, it's not anti-Semitic to call George Soros, um, you know, a wacko you know we're just criticizing his policies of like destroying the united states and other countries but now they have ammo to be like yeah you know it's a jewish thing sure and i mean again it's just a generalization you can do that with anything like there's every like group has some sort of thing where you can say that it's not yeah. it's not accurate like to apply it to every person i mean the thing is today i was getting into it on twitter with all these people who are mad and they, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, all these blue checks on on Twitter who were like saying like, oh, it was uh, I'm ashamed to, to like kill all white people. And, you know, like all that stuff. White people are the yeah. devil, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, they're, you, you, like you shouldn't. They, and they were mad because they're like, we don't want to be lumped in with that either, or, like with the bad whites. And you're like, yeah, nobody does. Yeah. And nobody like, wants so, to, yeah, so. So I just I guess I guess what I would say is like, I, I think. People are not able to have a can like an actual conversation about this on Twitter and in comment sections. And I feel like that's a pretty big problem. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of like there's a lot of people that are Jewish that don't like, you know, it, it's not the average. Like, I don't know, like I know Jewish people that, you know, serve tape like wait tables and so I. Uh, like, like, you know, Hello, low value like mail of the fucking <laughs> decade. J.J. Lieberman. Yeah, I like, mean, you think there's some cons entertainment conspiracy? Shout out JJ if he's in the chat. No offense, but you know, like it's like people be like, "Oh, there's some crazy conspiracy." Like I'm doing a fucking podcast in a studio. You think there's some Jewish entertainment conspiracy? Because if there is, they fucking left me off the list. 
Yeah, and it's like, you know, it, this is also kind of like the, and I, I've been aware of this for a while, but it's like, this is also the fault of, and maybe it's by design or whatever, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty, like, conspiratorial about stuff, but, you know, there's, when you call and label people Nazis and anti-Semites for, like, six plus years, like, for every little thing, like, if Sarah Silverman sees, like, some angled lines of chalk in the on the sidewalk and all of a sudden it's some swastika like when something actually like sketchy comes across you know it's like a boy who cried wolf type situation absolutely in my in my opinion um and like like further like i i guess the thing I guess it maybe it kind of maybe the black Hebrew Israel thing is new to a lot of people. I think too. Like I've known about it for like a very long time. Like I had like my roommate in college. Um, he like I went to school for film because um, okay. I'm Jewish and yes. and you know I wanted to you know how the Jews I wanted to infiltrate the yeah via the media <laughs> uh, and so like I don't know like you know I like. I, my first roommate in college was a black guy and he wanted, and he was there for music production, he wanted to be a rapper. And Classic, when, just two stereotypes, it's like a fucking stereotype TV sitcom right here. But he, he would spit rhymes like with his mic- microphone making beats on Fruity Loops and he would say stuff like, I got fucked because my lawyer's Jewish and it's like, he's got the big nose and like all these rap <laughs> lyrics that were like, so... and I was like, I never, I, I, it was the first time I ever experienced something like that because, um, you know, I had just assumed anyone who like, wasn't like, you know, I, I just assumed it was like, wh- like white Christian people versus everyone else. Cause I grew up in like a very democratic, like, you know, Chicago oh, no. basically or whatever. Yeah. So um, so that was my first introduction or whatever, like to like the fact that like, oh, like maybe there's some beef between like the black community and the, I mean, there's the beef Jewish between Jewish every community. community. Yeah. Yeah. Every um, community has some kind of beef of varying degrees. It's not equal between everybody, but there's all something with everybody. Yeah. I just like, so I, I would, here's the thing is like, I, when, when there's all, all these Twitter battles going on and, and whatnot, and it's all on the basis of like. Like it's all on the basis of did Kanye intend for this to be a blanket statement about all Jewish people as if it's in our blood that we just, you know, corrupt the world is kind of like the thing or, and I think that's what he thinks, like, to be honest. Um, but you, I have a lot of people that are just trying to like gaslight me into like thinking like, Oh, he didn't say like death. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, he it did. It's just, I think there's a p- potential where, He's doing it to get out of all these contracts, which is possible because right. he just was like, what's the one thing I can say that I can come back from? Yeah. That but will, just, will get me out of these contracts. And it worked. So the question is, is does he come back from him? And I guess was this premeditated? I don't know. Yeah. I guess the thing is like, it really fucked up a lot of stuff in terms of like, I don't know. I, I don't know how big of an impact this makes or whatever, but it really did like, I mean, it's a news. I, I'll tell you, there's, there's a, we have a, an elect, a midterm election coming up. Yeah. We are not going to be talking about Kanye West when the midterm elections <laughs> are happening. That is going to be well in the rearview mirror. But he will have all of his like, be broken from all his contracts. Uh, I will tell you that. But we're not going to be talking about this in. I don't. When's the midterms? November. 
Why don't um, we talk about it then? Right, right, right. Um, and so I don't, I don't want to. Um, yeah, I got. I, yeah, so I, I guess, I guess that's about, like. I, I wish this was the type of discussion that was was happening versus, you know, just these, you know, 150 character like conversations between people that don't really understand what's going on or conversations by people who just Googled what a Jewish person is. Well, like th- I will say this and it's like, it goes a lot of ways. It's just people need to actually know a Jewish person or like, know, a, like my grandmother, she grew up in Russia. It's like she didn't see a black person until she was like in her seventies in person when she came to Canada, she had never seen one before. There just like weren't any in Russia. Didn't see one. So what the hell would she know about them other than like what she yeah. saw on TV or what she read in a book? Yeah, well, it's like, yeah, and it's like with my roommate and with my roommate in college, like, you know, he come up to me every once, he came up to me once and he's like, how come you don't wear that funny hat? Yeah. And like, and like so, I, you know, I, ha- I had a conversation with him and I'll tell you what smoothed it over. And we had some a good conversation, but, you know, it, I, 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 it was 2008 and that song Soldier Boy uh, or the song by Soldier Boy, the crank that came out that mm-hmm. year. And so... He, I showed him this parody called Kosher Boy. Yeah. And he loved it. He absolutely loved it. And we sat and we talked about Judaism for like five hours or whatever. Five hours? That's longer yeah. than I want to fucking talk about that and, shit. And, and congratulations to him. Like, because he, it was like kind of like his dream to like wind up in prison. Like, that's what he rapped what? about. Yeah. And I just looked him up like after like 10 years or like 15 years later. And he just got sentenced to five years in prison for like a drug battle, like gun battle with police. Over oh, drugs. for real? Yeah. So it's like, what? he's a self-made. I don't know. That's bad to say. It's bad to say or whatever. Cool. I should have, I but uh, right. like, that's crazy. Anyway, okay, <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta let you go. This is kind of dragging on, but, uh, thank you for calling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. Did not expect it. That twist at the end where he goes and he just got sentenced to five years in jail. Um, Someone says Brewmaster Monk. Not all Jews, but definitely Judaism. I mean, again, I went to Hebrew school for nine years. I didn't learn any of this shit. They're not teaching this like you think they are. Like, I know No More News. I met him, um, Adam or whatever. And you're like, I, I follow him on Twitter. It's like, they, they don't teach Jews like you think they teach us this shit. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Oh, Danny, what's up, bro? Yo, how's it going? Hey, that kind of shit is crazy, bro. I mean, yay, whatever the fuck. Yay. We don't dead name people on this show. Yeah. Yeah. So, with the yay thing, I knew he was getting out of his contracts because uh, he had a fight last year with the uh, the Adidas people. And uh, he said that uh, if I don't become the head of the board, he wanted to leave Adidas. Yeah. I hear him say I mean, he doesn't need them. Like he, like from the sounds of it, listening to him on like in the last few weeks, like he needed them in 2016 or 15 when he started. Because you're like, what does he know about manufacturing shoes at scale? And like, you probably do need a company that big at that time to like make that quantity of shoes and stuff. Like you know, they have factories all over Asia and like all the logistics. Like you're not just gonna start that from scratch. <laughs> But like he might be able to now. Yeah. Like all the stuff he's learned, like he he might be able to now. So, um, well, I guess we'll see. But you think he was doing this intentionally? 
I mean, uh, no, to get out of the contracts, though, because, like, he got, like, extremely pissed at him because he didn't have, like, creative control. Because remember that video he showed the, the porn to? Those people and like, you're cucking me and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about he that. He was like, you're not letting me do my colorways and everything. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get out of this deal. I'm going to do it the most extreme way. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, like, I, no Jews I Maybe there's, like, a couple Jews I know who are, like, have said something, but like, I don't even really know that many Jews that I know who even really care that much about this. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Jews are just so used to this shit. Like in general of like, it's always someone yeah. saying something or whatever, where they're like, yeah, it's just like one more person. Like, yeah. Also too, know. like I have like 30 pairs of shoes and them shit's about to go up. I'm about to make bank. <laughs> you think so? You think you're easy. You have 30 pairs of Yeezys. Yeah, man, I, I'm a big Kanye fan, so I'm a huge but why, fan. But why do you like, think they're going to go up in value? Because I'd say, because we had Siraj on earlier who has a bunch of Yeezys, and he thinks that oh, it's going to go the opposite way. Oh, no, bro, like, I checked today on StockX, like, the ones in my size, they went up, like, 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And also, like... Because the you supply got, like, the, just disappeared. There's no supply anymore. Yeah. Like, if you get, like, the original pairs, like, the, the Wave Runners, dude, them shits are going up, like, 200 bucks. Dude, we and gotta go. Guy. You know what? Someone needs to. Some industrious person needs to go uh, down to Skid Row and start collecting up all these White Lives Matter shirts. Oh, they're like dead right. stock, right? They're like they never yeah, even released. Stock. And it's funny too. Is and that, eventually, uh, people will be these... like, someone, the right person will start wearing them, and people will be like, ah, oh, that's fine, whatever. And then they'll be like the sickest shirts in the world. Also, too, I have was like uh, the two hats he had during the, uh, his presidential campaign. Yeah, this shit's about to go up too. <laughs> you have the what the twenty twenty four one? Yeah. Oh what? no, the twenty twenty one, the, oh, the, the purple one and the oh. black one. Oh okay, because I saw him wearing the twenty twenty three and the twenty twenty four one. So yeah. this sounds and like also, for for the Kanye people, it sounds like actually a benefit that he went on this anti semitic tirade because now your your all your shoes are more valuable. Yeah, also, too, I have uh, two of the Easy Gap hoodies and one that's coming through the mail, but that shit's probably going to get canceled. <laughs> really? Because of this? Uh, I mean, because I ordered it last week because of uh, that partnership, and it was yeah. still online, and I got, like, a 20% off. Like, you sign up with your email and shit. Yeah. And, well, you, don't uh, think gonna, up and, you don't think they're going to honor that? I mean, it said the, it was, the order was placed, but, like, the shipping and shit, that <laughs> came through. So, like, okay, we're just going to... Not send the shit out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Also, one more thing too, yeah. I gotta say is, uh, you and Ryan are doing a great job, bro. Thank you. I'll keep it up. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. You're doing a great job collecting shoes, apparently. Oh, dude, I bought like four pairs today because I knew them <laughs> shit was gonna go. <laughs> That's. But fucking... I'm gonna wear them though. I, yeah, I like you wear these. Them. They're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I've but... never worn them. They're not for me. I don't know. The, I don't think the the way my foot looks. They just look too. Too weird for yeah. my liking. Um, all right, cool. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Good. Yep. Congrats on the shoes on the windfall. Yep. All right, there you go. Uh, Hundred and twenty-one more likes, and I'll give away another channel membership. Uh, shout out to the new members of the channel. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I got yo yo Colin Tyrrell in the house, guys. Colin Tyrrell in the house. He's been on fucking Jimmy Fallon. I bet you guys didn't know that. He only tells every single fucking person who he talks to. Call him, call in if you want, or I'll call you. Uh, hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny, it's uh, Joe, the Jewish lawyer. Joe, the Jewish lawyer. All right, now we're getting to the bottom of things. Thank you for calling in, Joe. Hey, no problem. Sorry, I missed uh, the last few weeks. But, it's okay, uh, it's okay. You know, 
You have to do everything on the holidays, don't you? I am. I'm aware. Yes, I'm aware. You especially, from from what I remember of your last thing, you probably have way more obligations than myself. <laughs> well, I heard you still fasted. I'm still fasting, but it's just a, it's a totally different. Uh, oh, the porn bots have arrived. Um, but yeah, you probably have. Uh, you probably go into synagogues. I don't even go to synagogues. None of that stuff. I. My girlfriend watched a YouTube. It's weird that a lot of synagogue and like a lot of church stuff and general like um, religious assemblies are now on YouTube. Like their live stream. Like so because I'm obviously live streaming right now and I have some friends who do live streaming like comedy stuff. But when you're trying to figure out tutorials for how to do stuff, it's all churches. Because they're the OG live streamers like churches laid the grounds for all this live streaming stuff because they're the ones who like kind of need it the most. I mean, I guess, yeah. yeah Especially so. people aren't gonna show up. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so what do you think about all this stuff? You have a, you're a, a lawyer, a Jew. You're checking all sorts of boxes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's almost synonyms, but uh, <laughs> basically, um, I think that uh, here's the thing: if he's doing it to get out of a deal, um, I, I feel like that's that's not the smart way to go about it. It's, it's like I'll say, you know, you got jury duty. Can you get out of it by saying? Uh, Oh well, I'm racist. Yes, I guess. Sure. But like, <laughs> Joe, are you on a, like a speakerphone or anything by chance? It's just like a little kind of bassy, oddly. I don't know if we can. Uh, well, I mean, I'm on headphones. Are you on head? Or if you, yeah, or maybe it's your headphones. You're just a little, it's okay. Okay, you want, uh, uh, I could I could switch. Hold yeah, on. if you could switch, you're just like it's a little oddly bassy. I don't know why, but is this any better? Oh, so much better. Oh, that's way way better. Okay, great. <laughs> Oh, cool, cool. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, certainly not the most ethical way of getting out of a contract. But also, it's, it's, anyone can be an idiot. Like, you, um, you want, to, you, you were talking about, oh, how, like, you know, a lawyer would respect that. But, like, no, no, I respect if you found some sort of a loophole. Sure. And got a, not, not just, oh, well, I, I just completely wrecked my reputation and that's how I got out of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but again, I guess so, because I was thinking, there, what other group could he have said something similarly inflammatory, though, that would get him out of his contract? Like, I don't think he could have said, you know, like, I don't think there's another group he really could have gone after where um, he could equally they would drop him like w- with, with the same sort of, like, I guess like China. No, I don't think so. Like if he was like, I'm going death con on the Chinese on Chinese people. I don't know. Maybe. He, Cause the problem is like, what's the, like what's the convenient kind of like stereotype that he would kind of go after. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. To be- uh obviously uh so i am um you know visually jewish uh and i can hear it i I can hear the misery in your voice (laughs) uh so i have experienced a lot of anti-semitism like on the subway and uh a majority are you you visibly jewish like like do you you wear i wear uh i wear well okay well uh i mean i i wear uh i wear you can't see it but i i wear uh i wear a kippah you can see that a yarmulke that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. So I, I've gotten like tons of, uh, you know, people throwing things at me, uh, hitting me, yelling, uh, you know, throwing coins. Uh, See, that's fucked got... up. See, like, because the thing is, people don't really like when Kanye said this stuff. And I was kind of like saying, like, you know, 
there are going to be repercussions, but like, you know, people probably don't realize this that like Jews, yeah, like you literally get coins thrown at you. Like it's pretty fucked up. Although a majority of uh, the uh, the incidents that I've experienced, yeah, uh, like over fifty percent were black Hebrew Israelites. Really? Yes. Interesting. So it's they're just, and what do you think? It's just because uh, that's the thing. They really like, I, like I said earlier. I don't know if you watched the whole show. Ryan was in Raleigh, went downtown, and the Black Hebrew Israelites—they're literally like praising Hitler in the streets openly, and like saying like the gas, talking about gassing Jews and putting them in ovens. Like this is like their script. Um, I mean, I haven't had that, but I had them call me uh, maggots. They called me Khazar. They threw stuff at me. One person tried to hit me. That's um, this is where was this in New York or New York State? Uh, yeah, mostly in the Bronx, actually. Okay, that's wild. Yeah, and again, like, what do you? You're not gonna like. What are you supposed to do? Uh, like nothing. You, if someone touches me, I shove them. But otherwise, uh, you know, I just ignore them. Right. But that's. I mean, that is fucked up. Like, I don't think. I mean, I like if someone was throwing like coins at me. I, I mean, I'm laughing about it just because it's so absurd. But like, it would probably be pretty messed up, especially like on some intimidating. Like you know, especially in New York, like people are aggressive here. And of course, when stuff happened on the subway, like everyone else is just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to pretend like nothing's happening. Sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what I do. Like, like I got on the subway yesterday and there were like three like junky looking dudes and they were like smoking cigarettes. And you just kind of you're like and they were, you know, people were not happy with them. And I just like got out and got in a different car. Like, you know, you just I don't know. Yeah. Um, OK. Oh, uh, so I missed a number of. Uh of streams so there's a few topics that i uh would have liked to you know talk about please do didn't have please do so uh, i mean so this is not really something that i did that's embarrassing it's more just something that i had to go through which by its very nature is embarrassing getting coins thrown at you on the subway (laughs) no no not that um but uh basically the uh so as you can probably guess uh you know, I went to a Jewish school and they don't have any sex education. Yes. I went to a Jewish school as well. And I don't even remember the sex. I do remember the sex education. Actually, it was in fifth grade and they showed us this. This is in Canada. They showed us this weird British video where it was it was like a cartoon. I, I actually really remember this. And and the it was a cartoon, and then all that was happening is like it was like a woman, and she goes to the man, but there's like a cartoon, and they're not even like human looking really. And they go, "Your bits ain't nice," and it was that was the whole thing is they go, "Your bits ain't nice," <laughs> and it was about like I guess what, but you're like you left with more questions than you came in with, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna go watch some porn to figure this out. Thanks, Jewish school. <laughs> well, uh, what I went through was basically they just. They just, just just stay away from women. Don't don't even talk to them. Just you know, that's good advice, ready, actually. Until you're ready to get married, just just don't don't even interact with them. That's actually good advice, though. Just it, it, it is. I mean, it, I'll tell you that everyone makes jokes, but the fact of the matter is, <laughs> abstinence or not even talking to a woman, great way not to have a baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Plus, you so, have so much more fun. Hundred uh, percent reduction in nagging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the thing is, uh, no. So then, when I got engaged, uh, and, and at this point, then they're like, "Oh, well, now we got to teach you stuff." Sure. So, how old were you when you got you, engaged? 
I was 24, I think, or 25. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's when you have to have classes one-on-one with a rabbi. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is horrendous. Yeah. Do you have to pay for them? Um, like was it? Because I, I remember you, I had to pay you, for my bar mitzvah classes. So you don't you don't have to pay, but it's expected that you will give a donation. So you like, pay money for a rabbi to teach you how to fuck. <laughs> nightmare. I mean, that is a nightmare, Joe. Well, it's more than just uh, that. Like, because there are also, of course, rules that go along with sure. it. Um, is the sheet laws. thing real? I've always like I never uh, got to the bottom of if the sheet. Well, I mean, real. of course. So, so like you know, the, the rabbi tells you, you know, uh, how large the hole has to be, and uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm screwing with you. It's, yeah. it's, it's complete. Oh. The the sheet's bullshit, right? A hundred percent. That the sheet was the thing where honestly, like, it was something I heard from non-Jews to the point where I was like, I guess maybe okay, we just don't talk about it. And then, I, I think I think they just saw they, they saw. Um, uh, so it sits at the the fringes that have a hole in it that you put your head through. Yeah. Um, I think they just saw that in a clothesline, and that's just where their head went. The, you know, they're just like, oh, well, a, that must be. They must think Jews are packing then, if that's that's the kind of <laughs> hole you need. This is a large hole. The hole's like this. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that is total bullshit. The the hole through the sheet. Because um, I'm telling you, most people that I know, non Jews, if you ask them, even Jews, I think. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, the real Orthodox, they cut a hole in the sheet. And I've no, probably no. maintained that. To be honest, people I mean, have it, been like, did you do that? I'm like, I think so. Uh, it's, no, in fact, it's preferable not to have anything on between the skin. Yeah. It would just get all gross. Um, well, so like, but also like stuff about like birth control you have to learn about. And, uh, you know, actually, interesting thing. This is, uh, you know, very lawyery. Um the uh you're not allowed to have uh so a, a guy um you know one, one of the commandments is uh brief be fruitful and multiply right yeah. you got to have kids yeah so a guy a guy is not allowed to use uh, any form of birth control you can't use a uh, condom anything like that nice however women were never commanded to have children interesting so because they're pretty integral uh part of the process Right. Yes, but they they have to go through a lot of pain and whatever. It's not so they can go through it, but that's not uh, you know they're not commanded to. Okay. So, uh, women can use birth control. Okay, like like the pill, or can they use yes. a male contraceptive the, like the, on you? Like, the, can they apply it to you? No, they can use a pill. Oh, okay. And uh, so, I mean, whatever, like stuff like that. There's also uh, what what else did. Uh, so he taught me, um, you know, about like the whole like. Uh, are you aware of like you know what a mikvah is? Yeah, it's when women with their gross ass periods and then they got to get the fuck out of there until their periods <laughs> aren't gross anymore. That's another thing they taught us about that, but like they didn't really clarify what was going on with it when I was like twelve. Like I knew it was like a thing, but I didn't know that it was because women had periods and it's all gross and they got to go. Yeah, basically. Um, so from from when they have it until, uh, you know, they, 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 uh, you, you can't be with them until they go to uh, the mikvah where uh, they have to basically strip down. They can't wear, uh, they can't have any makeup on, any anything. Uh, someone inspects them. Oh, God. And they, well, no, there's actually a reason behind this. Yeah. Um, 
so they can't they can't be wearing any makeup or anything uh and the person who inspects them is also looking for any marks in case they're being abused oh okay that's good and then and then oh like if the so, blood is from you go like that's abuse no no blood. no not not that no it's just like oh. after, like so like that way they can you know the person needs to be entirely clean and then look over to see if there are any marks and if they're being abused then uh how you do know, you get that they, job? They can, how do you get it's all volunteers you can volunteer to be the the check no 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 i know it's no a guy can't get it it's oh, it's a woman rats <laughs> um yeah but it's uh he he gave me uh so um but like it's it's just such an awkward experience just standing there with a rabbi giving you all this like you know and, and telling you what uh, it it's you know and then you, let's say you have a question like oh like uh you you want to ask about like anal or whatever it's like it's oh. such an awkward like <laughs> Ask a rabbi, some just like seventy-five-year-old man, about if you're allowed to do anal. Oh my god, that'd be enough to just be like, I'm good. I'd rather not. Uh, if I had to ask, I'd be like, I'd rather just not do it. Uh, he did actually say one thing that was uh, a very uh, useful piece of advice. So basically, when a woman goes to the mikvah, she can only go at night, and for a certain amount of time before that, she's not allowed to eat. So if it's during the winter, she, like by the time it gets, you know, uh, by the time she can go, whatever, it, it, there basically comes a point in time where like when she gets home, she is going to be starving. She hasn't eaten in hours. She, she missed dinner, right? Yeah. So he's like, okay, so she comes home. What do you do? I'm like, okay, well, um, I guess if she's starving, I'll, uh, you know, to, to make her dinner. And he's like, oh, here, here. Then he's like... Oh, very nice. So she, she, she's just gonna say, so you, uh, you, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't be with me for all this time, and now you're just thinking about food. You're trying to put me off. Uh, you know, don't you love me? Don't, oh, don't wait, you want to oh, be with me? Oh, wait. The whole point of the mix is she comes back, and then it's like time to make some kids. No, the, the point is at that point, then you can. Oh, you like can. when gotcha. she comes back, like like because you're not allowed to from when she has a, from when she's on her period until. Right, right. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, so you can. Uh, so, so um, I, I guess if she's hungry, yeah, I'll offer her food. Um, it's like, oh, so then she's, gonna, she's just going to say, like, um, uh, really, so you don't want to be with me? You, you, oh, oh, so I'm like, okay, fine. So then I, what I'll do, she comes home, and then I'll take her to the bedroom. So then she's just going to say, oh, so all you care about is my body? You don't care that I'm hungry? I'm like, okay, fine. So what am I supposed to do? This is like, a conversation you're yeah. having with a rabbi. Yeah. So he says, what you have to understand is that when it comes to women, sometimes you just can't win. Ah, oh, that's good and advice. It, yeah. <laughs> That, no matter what you do, yeah, you can't win. Yeah, this is this is actually pretty good advice. Um, all right, Joe, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Okay, that, was, that, was, that was very good. Take care. Okay. Joe the lawyer, everybody, with some man, honestly, he's teaching me a lot about Jews. Three more likes, I'll give away another channel membership. Uh let's see those likes, peoples. Joe the lawyer, everybody. That was I like it. Hello, thanks for calling low value mail. Hey, is this Danny Polishuk? This is him and he speaking. What's up? Oh, that is so cool. This is uh, Jeffrey. I sent you an email a couple months ago um, about a girl who wouldn't take her pants off, and I just wanted to follow up with an update. Okay, re- give us a refresh because I don't remember this story, but I, I need a little refresh. Totally. So a little context. I am a low-value male, but I am 31, and I do have somewhat of a high body count. Nice. And I just ran in. I just ran into a situation where I was with a girl who didn't come off as prude at all about my age. And, you know, first date, she gave me an excellent blowjob, but the pants didn't come off. And it's just like everything except the pants. And the same thing happened. Wait, on the your second. pants didn't come off? 
no, uh, her pants didn't come off. My pants came oh, off. Oh, she wouldn't take off. Oh, I do remember this now. Yeah, she just wouldn't take the pants off. Which is fine, and I respected the boundaries, but I'm like, it's like you're blowing me. I'm like licking your titties and stuff. I'm like, just what, whatever. Anyways, on the fourth night, she put out. We went out for a couple months, and then I ended up breaking things off with her to hang out with a different girl, and then we rekindled because we had to give each other some of our stuff back. And then I ended up getting roped into taking her out on a date. And then I ran into the same thing and it was two dates this time. And then she took her pants off. But the reason that I'm calling in is that I was like um, handling her so aggressively through the pants. And I didn't know this was possible, but I actually made her come through her pants. It kind of blew my mind. I'm sure that's possible. I mean, everybody was expecting her to be trans. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what everybody was kind of thinking was about to happen. Um, but, yeah, did you find out why? I never asked. There must, I mean, there must be a reason. There must be, yeah, if someone says herpes. Maybe it's herpes. Maybe something. Yeah, I remember you saying that, and I thought that, but really I think it was just, um, I, I don't know, girls have gotten pretty easy in this day and age, and maybe it's like, pretty normal to not put out until like the third or fourth but day. But she was really putting think... out. I, th- I think it's just like a loophole, you know, in her head. She's not, but was she religious? Really? She is. No, not at all. Nah, there's something going on there. There has to be. There must be. Right on. Well, uh, yeah. thanks for picking up, dude. All right. Later, buddy. Late. All right. A little follow up. I like a good follow up. I must say I'm very, if I had a producer, because I just don't have the, I definitely can't handle doing this, but I would love to keep all the phone numbers and re- keep like a spreadsheet and then call people back and follow up. But I'm not going to. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny. It's James from PA. How James. You how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Better than before. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. Got a... Got a job and yeah, yeah I, heard, I saw in the, uh, on the YouTube comments or something. Yeah, yeah, I saw that you oh, posted yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say, the channel's been doing well. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, man. And uh, yeah, thank you. By I... the way, to everybody who uh, subscribed and all that stuff, hit ten thousand subscribers. Yeah, uh, hit few, the like button for a few days ago, and I appreciate you all. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was cool, and I have almost as many people watching as. Comedy Central with their 11.2 million <laughs> subscribers. So, a lot of those have to be fake subscribers. Honestly, I, I don't. Like... We were talking about it. I don't think they are. I think what the way the YouTube algorithm works is that a lot. So, for people who don't know, yesterday Comedy Central was streaming like live streaming yeah. on YouTube, and they have 11.2 million subscribers, and they had 200 and like 20 people watching live with 11.2. <laughs> million subscribers i have 140 people watching right now with ten thousand. but so what happens yeah, is good. a lot of those people signed up for comedy central subscribed when it was like key and peel and Chappelle yeah. show and like whatever all the good shit and a lot then of the clips and stuff yeah but just like all the funny stuff that comedy central used to make and then comedy central started making dog shit and putting out mm-hmm. crap and like just really bad stuff. And so those people, because people don't, I think, unsubscribe so much as YouTube has a way of 
almost unsubscribing you in that they show you the content a few times. You don't, you continually stop watching it and they just don't show it to you anymore. Yeah. And you like, people don't realize the degree to which the algorithm dictates what they watch. So I think yeah, just like, they don't show, they don't show it to those people anymore. Yeah. You can definitely see the effect in the algorithm. Yeah. Depending upon what you watch. I mean, and some creators just seem to know how to put stuff out at a regular rate. So it constantly shows up. Even, but the, even uh, still, like, you know, Gad Sad, I just saw him uh, today, the, the professor from Montreal. He posted yeah. on Twitter and he's like, yeah, like my engagement is like down like insane. He's like, I get he has like quarter of a million subscribers and he's getting right now. He says the same amount of views on his videos that he was getting when he like the first week of his channel. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, you'd be, but it's, it's much more likely for you to see a clip of Asmund Gold instead of. That's a, I don't even know who that is. Uh, I, I don't even know who that oh, is. Yeah. But yeah, but it just, depends. Like if you're watching gaming stuff, then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff would come but I'm just saying, then, like if they uh, decide that you fall out of the good graces of the algorithm, yeah, like that's true. it. It's the only time I ever saw him was clips of other podcasts that he went on, either Rogan or Friedman or you know, yeah, exactly, different places. But yeah. um, I yeah, I don't even entirely know what uh um what he talks about when he uh, he talks just a lot of like the sjw you know all that like classic which was like the only thing i'll say that maybe is is um hurting him is that he really just talks about the same shit he's been talking about for like literally five years and it might just be getting like a little stale i don't i don't know well yeah the algorithm doesn't you know that doesn't feed the algorithm it's always about like new or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, uh, that's know. why the current events type comedy stuff seems to do the best, like Andrew yeah. Schultz and shit like that. Um, yeah, exactly. I think, um, I think you mentioned earlier that he got flamed for that oh, uh, his episode cr- he did. Oh, his, he got killed. Well, because for one, so he went in on Kanye about the George Floyd stuff. And then people are like, well, have you not seen the Candace Owens documentary? And again, yeah. to be honest, like I hadn't seen it either. So like, you know, I know that obviously people are skeptical of this stuff, but like, I, you know, I'm remiss to talk about stuff that I don't actually like. I think the skepticism really comes from the reaction. Um, like, well, he was just saying, the, well, it. he was just saying the same thing that CNN was saying, essentially, which is why people are mad. And to be right. honest with the con with the Candace Owens documentary, like I still take that with a grain of salt because I feel like, you know, to really have an informed decision, you got to, you know, even go further, like to because she has an agenda, too, as much as you don't want to think she does. Like she obviously does. So both sides do. Yeah, both Definitely. sides do. So but anyways, yeah, he got killed on that. He got killed on like all the people with the Jew stuff. Cause everybody was like, but well, the Jews do control the media. And, and then even dove was like, yeah, like, you know, we, we obviously have a disproportional amount of, of representation, but the question is, is a uh, conspiracy, which yeah. is, yeah. well, I'll tell you what I took away from listening to Kanye and Lex talk. And then also I listened to a bunch of shit. Sure. Uh, and then uh, what I'm taking away from it is, big picture um kanye is really upset over the blm blm foundation not the movement um and what they did to the movement and then also i mean i think that's why he did the white lives matter thing because in the conversation with lex he's kind of said that the reason he did the, the twitter 
comments and the way he did it, the way he said it was to kind of, he, like everybody's like, is he a master at getting attention? And I think it's more like he knows what the, where the line is. And then he just steps over it enough to get the attention. But then he doesn't really want to say that all Jewish people are bad. He's saying some Jewish people screwed him over, but what he's really wanting people to pay attention to is the abortion thing with the whole, because like he's saying with Lex was like, right now there's a genocide going on. Sure. Yeah. But again, you're like, it's a genocide, but like it's willful to a degree. Like people still go to get abortions. That's why I like, like him comparing it to like a Holocaust. You're like, that's kind of a lot. And then also they're making it harder to get abortions. She should be all for it. Like, you know, that should be a big win for him. Well, the fact that it's kind of, I don't know. It, it's weird when it seems like an extreme win for one's political side. It almost seems like yeah. it's not entirely because like, I will say, I didn't, to me, know, I didn't know lo- from the, oh, sorry, go on. Sorry. It, it just looks like the, like the, the blue side now has a lot to say against the red side. Like the red side says, yeah, we're going to limit abortions. Now the entire blue side has the, you know, that's a lot of the ads that I've seen has yeah. been like, where they're taking away, um, they're trying to control women's bodies. And I mean, they're probably going to get a lot of like suburban mothers with that type of um, it's, it's the polarization is what I'm seeing. Big picture is like, well, that's how you were in me Like he got paid to say some shit. He knew he was going to take a hit, but maybe he's getting paid from elsewhere just to be able uh, to stir that, up the same kind of pot he's too rich to be paid i don't think so on that just because he just has too much money they're like there's no amount of money you can he says what he like he has fuck you money like he he does what he yeah. wants uh I, that i don't think so but i think he's just like i don't know this is what he cares about and i think he's generally like a contrarian iconoclastic kind of person and he just was like fuck it i don't know yeah, I mean, again, it just, I don't disagree it just with kind of on, feels like on, a, a repeat of yeah. uh, a lot of different issues. It's like something pops up, somebody says something or does something, and then something just kind of stirs the pot back up between. Because, like, I think somebody else, another caller said that right before he said the thing about the Jews, he was, re- uh, like, relating Jewish people and white people all together, yeah. right? And then, so I'm just wondering if it's just kind of stirring the pot between black and white people again before um, the politics just ramp up. I mean, we got the midterms coming and then two more years until. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's, it's an just, endless cycle. It's an endless it, cycle. It, um, all right, James, I got to go. We got to wrap this bad boy up, but it's nice to hear from you. And, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, have a good night, James. Thanks. Take care. All right, everybody, that has been the show. Did we get to the bottom of the KQ? I don't know, Uh, but it was good to be back. I appreciate you all. Thank you to all the new members, Zach Hayes. By the way, I was meaning to say something. So all the mods on YouTube, all of the mods out there, please DM me on wherever you can find me, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, I'm going to send you a low-value mail shirt. I'm going to send them all. All of you are getting a low-value mail shirt because I appreciate all the mods. You guys are the shit. You help keep all those scummy porn bots off this website. Um, So anyways, if you're a mod, 
hit me up. I'll get you a uh, I'll get you a low value mail T-shirt because if anybody fucking deserves it, you guys do. And if you want to buy a low value mail T-shirt, you can www.lowvaluemail.com or www.bigassfaketitties.com because I bought that domain and it links to lowvaluemail.com because I'm a fucking idiot. Anyways, that has been the show. Thanks again, everybody. Patreon episode. I'm going to start in 10 minutes. What we're going to do on it, I honestly have no fucking clue. Uh, but we we might do some Peter Shickley content. I have no idea. But thank you very much, everybody, for joining, for uh, supporting the show. I appreciate you all. Until next week, and again, Thursday night. I would love it if you come check out the bathhouse uh, 10 p.m. We got, uh, hopefully we got, there's some banger comedians that are going to be at the stand on Thursday. My plan with this shit is that I'm just going to, going to have people walking around and then I'm going to come scoop them on the show. Hopefully that works out. So Thursday night, 10 PM, the bathhouse. Uh, I will see all of you later and, uh, yes, Patreon episode, subscriber episode starting in 10 minutes. Good night, everybody.